It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. I recently received another email from my dear friend, Mike Combe, and the title of the email was Backlogs Aren't Meant to Hold It All. And I thought this was an interesting topic because this is something controversial that I've been discussing for quite some time. Let me put it to you this way. I'm going to give you my take before I even read the article. My take is product backlogs often become bloated. They become filled with ideas and other generated things, which I'm not saying it's bad to have ideas, but it just becomes filled with things that don't necessarily need to be discussed all the time, every time. So the question becomes what belongs in a backlog versus what doesn't belong in a backlog and how do we resolve what goes into a backlog? So for me, I say, You should have a product backlog, a product owner backlog, and even some type of filter that filters down to a team backlog so that you can easily see which things have been planned, which things have been discussed, which things are moving forward, et cetera. Now, the problem that I face is that many times organizations only have a single backlog, the product backlog, out by design, and then they take the backlog, the product backlog, and filter that one down to, to just break things down in the tasks and designate the tasks to the team. Now, what I just described to you was what Scrum prescribes. It's a, it's a prescription directly from Scrum. They say this is the way to achieve success. And what I found is that sometimes you need more, sometimes you need less than that. So I want to take this minute to discuss and figure out what do we do um, well, I'm going to I'm gonna lean on Mike and figure out what we do and what does he mean when he says, quote, backlogs are not meant to hold it all. Okay. So he starts out, backlogs are like dessert, best in moderation. Having a backlog that's too big is a sign of trouble, like an extra wide slice of pie with two scoops of ice cream. Amen, brother. We're already on the same page. This goes for both the product or sprint backlog. Each should be kept to a manageable size. He starts out with a sprint backlog. He says, a sprint backlog can become unwieldy when team members start to use it as a catch-all for their personal to-do list. For example, a colleague was recently working on a submission to the Scrum Gathering in New Orleans that's happening in May of 2024. It's important for him, and it's important for the company. Uh, I support the work, but it wasn't on a sprint backlog because nobody else had anything to do with it. It was just a one-person event creating his presentation proposal and occasionally asking a few of us for feedback. Perfecting the proposal isn't, ju- isn't a shared goal. The rest of us would never say, oh, he's out sick today. Let me jump in and work on his proposal. If others need to know about the work or can sub in for you on the work, put it on a sprint backlog. Otherwise, consider leaving it off. Okay, let's pause there. Mike, I- I'm going to agree to disagree. If this person is using company time and resources to build their presentation for the gathering, I feel like there should be a story associated with it and tasks associated with it because I don't want it to disrupt the velocity of the team in such a way that they are doing work that falls outside of the backlog and feel like they have to make up by doing additional work in the backlog to get the story points back in line. So for me, I feel like there should definitely be, if not tasks, and I'm good with not having tasks. In fact, I oftentimes don't even have a task out sprint backlog. Um, I just, I treat the sprint backlog as these items are allocated to the sprint 
and they're delegated or allocated to uh, the workers who are participating in Sprint. Now, for beginner organizations, obviously, I, I break it all the way down to a task level. But once teams become experienced, I feel like the task level is often too deep for them. And I say, hey, as long as your focus is on the greater level, I'm good with that. So what I'm trying to say, now that I can translate it or filter it, is that anything that takes up more than a small percentage of your time and would reduce the number of points that you're able to complete during a sprint deserves its own backlog item and deserves its own place in a sprint backlog. There, that, that's my take on it. Let's talk about the product backlog. He says the product backlog can become outsized when too many half-baked ideas are added to it. When working as a product owner, I don't want to clutter the product backlog with every idea I have. So I maintain a second list, a backlog of sorts. I call it a holding tank. I call this holding tank the product owner backlog. It holds ideas until I either move them to the product backlog or I get rid of them. This is perfectly acceptable and perfectly fine. The, the irony here, though, Mike, it's kind of funny, is that I feel like I'm having a conversation with you. Uh, the irony here is that I got dinged by the Scrum Alliance for even bringing this topic up. I said that there should be uh, something that's called idea space or product owner backlog where the product owner can put dreams, ideas, thoughts, feelings. You know, they woke up in the night, middle of the night with a cold, in a cold sweat. You know, we want to make sure we document those things because we don't want to lose them. But then as soon as we decide they're a bad idea, it's something we need to get rid of. And, you know, I think that the impetus was that we we're trying to hide something from the organization when the truth is, yes, we are trying to hide something. We're trying to hide waste. And I think that's something that they don't understand. So I'll go back to your letter. He says, I'm not trying to hide anything. <laughs> well, go figure from a team by using a holding tank. I just don't want to bother anyone with some ideas until I've got the, uh, until I've given them more thought. Yeah, it's exactly where I stand. Uh, it's kind of like a new recipe I found for key lime pie. I bookmarked it, but the items to make it haven't really been added to my shopping list yet. And when it does, one slice will be plenty. I love it. Keeping your sprint backlogs and product backlogs at a manageable size will help you be successful in your agile implementations. And I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Mike, it's just one of those things where every single email I find that, you know, the, the topic that you send me and the information is always on point. So please keep sending. I appreciate it. So in conclusion, my hope is that you take away something from these episodes. Mike's brilliant. Like I said, we've been friend for year, friends for years, and he's just an awesome, awesome, awesome person. So if you decide you have a topic you want us to, want us to discuss, feel free to reach out to us. Learn more at AgileDad.com. We would love to hear from you. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care. Mm -hmm.